0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis. This week, we continue our look into blogs about Taiwan with a blog about running. My friend Corey Lewandowski runs a running blog uh, called fishcounterblog.wordpress.com, which I know is an odd name for a blog dedicated to running here in Taiwan, but you'll hear all about the origin of the name in the interview, along with Life as a Runner here in Taiwan, where Corey likes to run and the running series that he started. Now, let's get down to the interview. Hi everybody, welcome to Taiwan Talk. My name is Alex Lewis and this week I talked to uh, Corey Lewandowski or Lewandowski, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, Corey, can you give us a little introduction uh, about yourself?
1: Uh, Well, it's Corey Lewandowski. I'm Polish, um, but I'm from America and I'm here living in Taiwan and uh, running as much as I can.
0: All right, very cool. Um, I know for a fact that you have a lot of running experience. I have run with you actually in a few running uh running groups, the China hash House Harriers, but also you run a blog called the fishcounterblog.wordpress.com. dot wordpress dot com and uh, it's a blog that covers uh, running here in Taiwan and also your running exploits uh, around the world. Can you tell us a little bit about that blog?
1: uh yeah, yeah, so I started that it's actually it's called Fish Counter Blog because I was living and uh, working in Alaska and uh, i was a I was a fisheries researcher. So my job was kind of to get onto a, a boat and basically count fish, and the, the blog was started for that. I thought that I would be writing interesting stories about that, but then as time went on, I started to keep on using it in Taiwan, and once I moved to Taiwan, kind of running took up my life and took up the blog as well. Okay, so and actually, I haven't been running for a long time. Uh, I started running back in um, after I was living in Alaska, so probably only about four years now. No way! I won for three. Yeah, yeah. I Did my very first race when I was living in Alaska.
0: That's amazing. And
1: uh, yeah, it was uh, I, actually my first race was in was in New York. It's called the Mendon Mauler. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I was living in Alaska, um, since I'd be stuck on these boats um, all the time, I would be I would just get off and I would say, "Well, I love I like running. I mean, I just want to go for a run. Um, and I also like you know hiking. So I'm, I have this brand new idea." I'm going to just go for a run in the mountains. Like, nobody's ever thought of this before, as you know. <laughs> it's, uh, spoiler alert, people have already thought of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I heard about a trail race I signed up for, it was the, the men in Mahler, and um, I crossed the finish line and there was nobody there. I was like, oh no, I did it wrong. I cheated. I did something wrong. And people came running out. They said, you win, you win, you win. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So it's been, uh, it's been kind of a, a love thing ever since then.
0: You won your first race, man. That's pretty hardcore. Just knowing you, I just thought you ran um, a good amount of your life. You know, you're a really good runner, and you run a lot. And you run ultra marathons, and you just run these long trails, and you run everywhere, basically. So um, that's why I thought
1: yeah. that. Well, that, that came from just, uh, I mean, it wasn't really a structured program, but I was, I was getting out there. I was, I'd put a backpack on, start jogging up a mountain, and then just spend the day running because um when i'd be living on these boats i would spend sometimes up to 3 months at a time at sea oh, so man. if i wanted if as soon as i touched land i immediately wanted to get into the mountains and just get away from you know the engines and the diesel and the fish so i'd spend the, the entire day up in the mountains just jogging around
0: and then you got really into it in taiwan right so uh could you tell me about how that was you know i feel like taiwan's a really good place to hike and also run
1: oh absolutely yeah um so for one, the trails are like a spider web out here. I mean, they're really well maintained. Um, there are people out there just cleaning them and trimming and putting up these little plants on the edges. You could be, you know, eight kilometers away from the city and there is some old guy that's uh coming out there and, and fixing everything, making everything beautiful out here. And on top of that the uh, the community is wonderful and you can train year round. Um so I met Peter with Talon Beast Runners, um and Tom with Run of War. And everything just kind of clicked, and um, decided to see how well I could do if I actually tried a structured training program, and started traveling around doing ultra marathons. Here,
0: all right, very cool. And I think that culminated in you uh, qualifying for the Boston Marathon. You wrote about this in your blog too, like your uh, your kind of like trials and tribulations trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon. Um, how did it feel, I guess, to um, uh, to felt, qualify?
1: It felt amazing because. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been doing these trail races here in Asia, and um, the the biggest the question I always get was, well, if you came back to the United States, you know, how, how good would that be? How good would you be? Or if you ran a race in London or something else? Like, yeah, I can kill people on a trail here in, in, on a tiny little island, but how does that translate internationally? So the marathon is kind of like that. It's, um, you know, I can say that I have this marathon. Um also, my family's from Boston, so i I had this idea that okay, great, I'm gonna qualify for Boston, go to Boston, and run you know the biggest marathon, the hardest to qualify for a marathon mm-hmm. and uh that started back in two thousand fifteen and um it's been if you read it, it's been uh, a little bit of a pain in the butt to to actually accomplish
0: that task. I did read your piece, and uh yeah, I mean i think, I think it's pretty cool that you that you got it and that piece got picked up by uh by reddit and uh in Runners world, right.
1: Yeah, so I ended up getting uh, I get, ended up being passed around a lot. Um, I think mostly because I, I there's there's everybody's doing uh, running blocks. They're all saying, you know, I did, this, I did this, I did this, I did this. I try to keep mine silly and fun and have some little themes to it and stuff, so at least you're a little entertained for it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the entertainment factor was the only thing that got me uh, <laughs> a little bit more popular.
0: Okay, I'm, I mean, yeah, you do have uh, articles like uh, how to be a terrible ultra runner. That's like your yep. uh, <laughs> yeah your 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 latest piece um and that's that that was a really uh uh entertaining read
1: did you learn a lot from that
0: um i did learn a lot from it i am not an ultra runner myself, so it was you know it was it was it was good to to read about them
1: it's kind of a secluded community so i i try to um try to you know it, it seems like i see the same twenty big runners here in asia and it's kind of cool to to take that and uh Show people what it's like to be part of this, this insane community that wants to wake up at 2 in the morning, put on a headlamp, and keep running until you have to take the headlamp back out of your backpack and start running at night again. Yeah,
0: uh, that's crazy. Uh, and do you find that, uh, I think I, th- I think there are fervent runners everywhere in the world. Um, how do people here in Taiwan compare to uh, everywhere else?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like every country's got like you know their local stars and stuff. Um, Taiwan, Taiwan's got some really strong runners, especially in the marathon, I think. Um, it's because you can, you can train all year round here. So like where I'm from in New York and, you know, in Boston, you have to take off three, four months a year because of the snow. Um, here in Taiwan, I mean, except for the summer, I mean, I'm still running. I I did a, a 22K yesterday in this heat, but, uh, other than that, you can just keep on training and training and training. Um, what I find here in Taiwan is these guys, they're, they're at climbing um they can just zip up these mountains and stuff and uh the only way that i can i can keep up is if i can just keep going and going and going and going and um hope that they burn out but yeah there's some very very strong runners in asia and it's getting more and more popular here
0: please correct me if i'm wrong are you vegetarian or vegan
1: i'm vegetarian uh i do eat fish because um, i was a i was doing research and on fish and stuff and uh, I, I'm mostly, it's mostly environmental, um, I just don't want to support a, a, a you know, a, I don't want to support factory farming, that kind of stuff, oh, um, yeah. but when I tell people that I, I'm pescatarian, they go, oh great, I'm a Gemini. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit different from what you're, from what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like most ultra runners, I think it's, it's m- much more than 50% are either vegan or vegetarian.
0: And why is that? Is It's just like a cleaner fuel source.
1: Uh yeah, you get well, you eat a lot more. Um you eat a lot more nutrients and stuff. Um I don't I so people always worry about oh, if you're a runner you eating more protein and all that thing and all that stuff. Um some of the biggest things you're missing are more fiber. Everybody's low on fiber. We're missing um a lot of our uh, iron and B vitamins and stuff. Um you can when you're a vegetarian you're eating a lot more um, leafy greens and whole grains, and it ends up being just a lot cleaner fuel, uh, fuel source. Um, and, yeah, we, we really don't need as much meat as we put in our bodies. But um, actually, on top of that, too, most ultra runners, they're spending a lot of time in nature, and they're, they're thinking about this stuff, and they're thinking, you know, maybe I don't want to be making a factory farm. Um, maybe I don't want to be causing eutrophication in the water or having to transport and package all of this meat and stuff. And it's just you want to eat something from the garden.
0: Yeah, so there's like a natural connection between ultra-running and, uh, I guess, environmental uh, conservation efforts and such, right?
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of hippies out
0: there. <laughs> just running on them trails, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, how about the lifestyle of the runner here in Taiwan, right? Uh, eating the food and also getting the proper gear. Um, and the quality of the running routes—I uh, think you touched upon that and everything. But like you know, like just all inclusive. How's living life here as a runner?
1: Uh, gear is tough, definitely. Um, it's changing a lot, especially if you're uh, a big guy like me. I mean, I wear size 12 shoes, so I'm the only guy I think on the island looking for trail shoes for ultra marathons that are size 12. So I have to order everything online. Mm. Um, but when I first moved here, I couldn't find gels. Like um, so, gels are. They're like 200-calorie uh, little packets when you're running. You can you know, suck one down every 45 minutes or so. And I was, I was actively searching around to all of the sports stores I could in all of Taipei. There's nothing. Um, today there are you know hugely dedicated stores to running. Um, also, when I first got here, there was easy, fun trail races, and that was pretty much it. Um, now we have Taiwan Beast Runners, Action Asia, uh, My Race Series that I organize. Um, and it's growing. It's, it's exploding. I think that people aren't so scared to get out in the sun anymore. They're seeing how beautiful the trails are here in Taiwan, and they're, they want to give it a try. And when they give it a try, they realize this is something that's really special.
0: Very cool. Talk about the the race series that you organize.
1: I work for Taiwan Beast Runners. Um, I do some of their ultra marathon stuff. Um, those are extreme. I mean, some of the races take 12 hours or so to complete, and it's you know, deep in the forest. But I was remembering when I was uh, when I would do a few when I did a few races all over um, in Spain and in America. um, They were just parties. They were so much fun. I mean, everybody was you were enjoying each other's company a lot more because you were all suffering through it together. And uh, so I had this idea for setting up just a a huge party that was also a race. Um, So the idea is it's a relay style, and it starts at noon and ends at sunset. And at noon, one teammate kicks off, and you go for a fixed lap. It's usually three, lap, or three kilometers or four kilometers. When you return in, you pass off your baton, and then your partner goes off running. But in the meantime, you're all hanging out, mingling. There's music playing. We have beer, um, lots of good food and stuff. And we just party until the sun goes down, and then party some more after that. Um, but there is definitely, like, an ultra-running aspect of it because it's seven hours of pushing your body. So we get some really strong runners um, most of the, of the very strong runners that I know in Taiwan have come out for it, and a lot of people that are doing their very first run come out for it. So it's great to have that entire community together.
0: Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, bringing everybody in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we have teams of two, which can get really competitive, um, where it's just two guys cranking out as laps as fast as they can. And we got teams of four as well. So it could be an hour and a half before you have to go for a run, and then... You know, you go for your run and it's just you go for a little jog and then maybe you end up doing two times and mostly just chilling out and hanging out with your friends. And you get to watch the whole thing go down
0: too. Yeah, that's really awesome. I find, like, wouldn't that be hard to run and drink beer at the same time? I, I can't do it. I've tried. I just can't do uh, it. I'm, I'm practicing.
1: You know, I'm working on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so what's your favorite areas uh, to run in, I guess, in Taiwan?
1: Um. You know, you always love your, your little, your hometown stuff. So right in front of my front door, I've got, um, it's Tian Shan Shan, so Heaven Mountain. Um, it's a 500-meter uh, climb up to the peak and some really gorgeous trails around there. I live in the tuchan area. Um, and I've been exploring in this area for two and a half years now. And still I go out for a run. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even know this whole section of trails that were in here. And this is going for runs there all every day, all week. Um, so yeah, Tucheng is, is wonderful just because I live right there. Mm. Um, I'm not sure my f- exact favorite section. It's like asking your favorite ice cream flavor. Like yeah, sometimes I want chocolate, sometimes I want vanilla.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, but I mean, it, it it shows that you have really good mix here in Taiwan, I guess, right? If you want to get a chocolate kind of trail, you can do that. If you want to get a vanilla kind of trail, you can go elsewhere.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a volcanic mountain, so if you're looking for vert, we have we have you know straight up basically rock climbing vert. And then on top of that, there are over, uh, I think I read that there are over 200 kilometers of bike trails in northern Taiwan. Um, So you hop on the Riverside Trails here, and it's just, there's like brand new bathrooms and drink machines. And it's a whole community of runners that you can, I mean, last night, I ran 22 kilometers from my front door up to Gangwon, And I didn't have to pass a single red light. I didn't see a single scooter or anything. It's like you can forget that you're even in the city. It's
0: amazing. Wow, that sounds great. If I could run twenty-two kilometers, I would totally do that. But yeah, <laughs> you, can do, you
1: can do five on it.
0: It's fine. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true. This is true. So, uh, what's coming up next for your blog? How do you pick your blog posts? Is it kind of just uh, you write about the experience that you just had, or um, is it more planned out in a way? Or yeah, like what's going on there?
1: Uh, I don't like to waste people's time, so if I have a story, I'll write it. Um, a lot of times, I'll I'll go off on a big trip. Like I went to um, New Zealand. And we did a road trip, and, and I did a 100-kilometer race there with run a um, Me and the run of hore guys, we all, all, we all did the 100K. And uh, as I was leaving, I was just feeling like there wasn't... I mean, like, everything went well. We had an awesome time. But you can't write a story about we had an awesome time. So I ended up... Uh, it took me a long time to kind of type something up because I was, I was getting some questions about, like, what happened and stuff like I'm Tarawara. Um, but... Yeah, if, it could be like an amazing experience, but I won't write about it if there's not a story. So, um, a lot. Of, sometimes it'll be just something simple, like something that's been, been nagging on my mind, and I'll I'll have to pen it down.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah. so you're just not trying to crank out content. You know, you just want to be quality and yeah, yeah, and just really like come from the heart or something.
1: I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to make it so people are sifting through and trying to find the good ones.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And um, yeah, so, like, do you have an upcoming post that you could, as you think, that you're thinking about writing or that you're currently writing right now?
1: I was thinking about doing one where uh, I'm talking about, because right now in Taiwan, it's just crazy hot. So I was doing some research about, like, running in the heat and um, its effects on your body and its effects on your training. And uh, with that much research, I kind of want to write something down for that. So I think that might be my next post. Um, but I do have a trip to Australia coming up. Me and my girlfriend are going to rent a, uh, a hippie van. I'm going to road trip all over the Gold Coast and that area. And I'm going to run a 50K race. So if something's going down there, I'll be typing up and uh, doing
0: something for that. That sounds awesome, man. That sounds really cool. Actually, my favorite one of your posts uh, was when you went to town on the gear, right? It was like talking about shoes. And just like, yeah, like this, like, you know, this shoe is just trash. Um,
1: oh, geez, yeah. That was, um, I was a little angry about that. Yeah. If, if <laughs> I had Meryl, uh, pursue me and ask me to, I don't know if you've seen, like, sometimes I'll write about products, um, and a lot of times they are products that a company has given me. Mm-hmm. And I tell them flat out right away, like, hey, if you give me this and you want me to do a blog post about it, I'm going to talk about the great stuff and to talk about the bad stuff too. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying any names, but Merrill, uh, Merrill wanted me to wear their gear, and it fell apart after like, I don't know. I think I did eighty k on a pair of shoes, and it got destroyed. And they gave me another one, and I just couldn't run in it. And then uh, I had the pair of, of the red shoes, and they said we really want to, um, we really want you to do a piece on the all-out crush. You know, the shoes that are here. We're trying to gain some traction with that and stuff. Mm. I was like, well, I didn't really like the shoes, and they were like, yeah, but could you just do a, a He's saying how great it is and how you are planning on doing an ultra in, in them so i ended up doing this kind of scathing review of these shoes and sent it along to the company to tell them hey i don't want to do that yeah <laughs> i don't want to be i don't want to be you know writing yes to uh to make you guys happy <laughs> yeah
0: good on you man I, I i as a reader appreciate that so Yeah, that's good to read. Um, Anyway, man, uh, thanks for coming on the show and talk to me about uh, your experience, your blog, and uh, just running in general. And I appreciate it. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, thanks,
1: man. Thanks for having me
0: on. A big thank you to Corey for coming on the show to talk to me about his blog, fishcounterblog.wordpress.com, Running in Taiwan, and his running series, Beat the Sunset Solstice Relay. And that's it for this week's Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis.